From the art of the deal to keeping it real. Keeping it real. Live from the Simply Vegas studios, it's the Power Move with John Gafford. Back again, back again, post-Halloween. Everybody had a good Halloween, man. Everybody showed up. Uh, still here today. Welcome to the Power Move. My name is John Gafford. I am your host to the left of me, Colt, the Bulgarian mongoose. What's going on, guys? What's up, Mongoose? How are you? Oh, good. It's November. It's made it. It's it Christmas is. time. It time is. for Mariah. It is. And with us also always on the couch is the counselor, Chris Connell. How are you, counselor? Good. I didn't eat a single piece of Halloween candy Shut this up. year. Not How did one. you pull that off? Uh, you know, since I have my own office. Yeah. Right? I have my own building. I don't bring in candy. I don't uh, supply it. I have no kids in my neighborhood. Like, none. Literally zero. I live in a small neighborhood that's yeah. like a small community. And um, I, I didn't go to my old office. My old office had it on the bowl. I'd walk by and take one. Yeah, it's right. terrible, terrible policy. But, you but your, kid, your kid went out. You don't rate her candy? Well, no, but she got it last night. Oh, you I just didn't, haven't been around I, it yet. I haven't been around it yet. Yeah. So I haven't, the, I've eaten zero pieces over. of Halloween candy. Thus far. Thus far. I, I might had Snickers with that's my far. coffee today. It was that's quite far. delightful. Yeah. Pretty nice. Cole, what's your top five Halloween candies? What do you got? Ooh, ready for this one? Uh-oh. Yeah, we oh, debated man. this this morning. Some some answers were surprising in my household. Huh. Reese's, yeah, number one. Yeah. Reese's, Reese's, number one. Yeah, that's number five. Not, for that, me. not for me. That's five for you. Yeah, yeah, that's number five. I'm it's in the top me. five. It's whatever. two for me. Yeah, my number one's whatever. going to shock you. Black <laughs> licorice. Is what I'm guessing. Oh, no, not human. no yeah, it's it's a good one, but it'll shock you. So number five, I'd go Reese's. Number four, Twix. Okay. Number three, Skittles. Even though you can't tell the difference okay. between the colors. All the same Take flavor. a bag of yeah, M&M's over Number two, Snickers. And okay. number one, whatchamacallit. I do love a whatchamacallit. Can, they, can you get a whatchamacallit candy, candy, though? Yes, we just got it last night. See, my kid did. You, you, thanks uh, to whoever. See, th- you know and a full thing of Oreos. Somebody gave out a full thing that you buy at the That's store. Aggressive. I'm going to go. I, you know what? I'm going to go for Halloween candy. I'm going to go. The Reese's are in there. Yep. The Snickers is in uh-huh. there. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go a little off script. The kit, for kit, number one for me is Kit Kat. It's always Kit Kat. Kit Kat's solid. I love the Kit but Kit Kat Twix, I mean, those are all good. Over it. And then I'm going to, here's the one I thought, here's here's the left plate. The only time I ever eat them is during Halloween because the only time you ever see them, the 100 grand. So I love the I literally was just you about to what? say 100 grand. That is Kit one of the most Twix I love 100 grand. Underrated candy. Grand. Grand. No, they, they don't make it. That. You don't see it that yeah, much. Except for Halloween. But here's the real question. Yeah. That's all. Everybody in this whole debate right now just took the easy road. Did we? Let's say five favorite Halloween candies, and only one of them can be quote unquote chocolate bars. What are the other four? Those other pilots. Okay, I, I got I my I got my number one there. More. Nerds. Okay, I go right number one to nerds. Pretty fancy. I, I like love it. the little box of nerds. That's cool. Oh, I, I like the airheads. Chocolate bars, nerds. Airheads, yeah. Airheads I like a good. banana. I like that Jolly pen, Rancher. Yeah. Little Jolly Ranchers, Jolly good. Rancher. Oh, Jolly Ran- the blow pop. Is always solid. Stick it. What or about what those? Are, what, sli- oh, what were those? Do you remember calls? those houses that would give out the yellow, the dots, suckers? Oh yeah, just, just a straight the, yellow just sucker. Straight yellows. Who's making orange and yellow? Anything. Well, no, no. You know what I saw like, today? Those are sugar free too. Yeah, right. like that's who that person is. You know what I did see on Twitter? Somebody's like, "This is the most impressive run ever." The wafers, the candy wafers. They've been around for 175 years. Do you know what yeah. I'm talking about? They are. Yeah. I'll show you the. Keep talking. I'll, I'll show but you. But anyway, the that's anyway. a good, good little, uh, yeah, good little left turn there on the. Yeah, it was. You, you know, five today, chocolate bars too easy. Yeah, it was. Yeah, but today on the podcast, <laughs> what was what we're going to talk about today? We're going to talk about planning to win. Planning to win is what we're going to talk about today. Because because I got to tell you right now, if you are in the real estate industry, if you're one of those people. There's some fear and there's some fear and doubt running through the industry right Smelling now. Smelling blood in the water. Yeah, I mean, it was just it, even even the best people are worried. I'm talking to some top people in the industry that are calling me. What are you doing? What's going on with you? What are you doing? And some of our top producers are you know are, are worried. And I had a conversation with somebody today, and they said, uh, I said, you know, what are you doing? Because I'm worried about what's going on. You know, I'm starting to look at all my expenses when I go to the restaurant. I'm looking at the bill. I'm just making sure I'm not used to doing that. And I said, well, that doesn't make you fearful. It makes you smart. (laughs) You know, because here's the thing. In times of great prosperity in business, top line profits or top line sales mask a lot of problems Mm -hmm. up and down your financial statement. They just, they just mask them. So when things are good, you, uh, you know, you tend to just, 
Everything's good. Run with it. And, you know, we found some problems in some of our businesses that are just, uh, you know, for example, <laughs> we had to let our IT company go uh, from one of our businesses yesterday. And when we let them go, I told the person that was letting them go to tell them exactly this. You have been the absolute benefactor of our complete carelessness. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so before you even try to justify anything right. about what you've charged us over the last year, understand that we are highly aware you are the benefactor of our carelessness. <laughs> and so like, don't even try to renegotiate what a now. Scathing, what a oh, amazing. It was. That's it, a great it, it was. It, it was. What do you say? How do you recover you from You can't. That? Can't. You can't. Just we we, up, we paid fifty two thousand dollars to an IT company to set up e nothing. to set up emails and laptops. That's batshit crazy. Whoops. Bat shit but crazy. Like you said, I, I've worked. But you know, top line sales are yeah. good. Not to cut you no, off. No, top no, sales, yeah. It's you know you just don't. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. It's, it's you know you know I I worked for a company and they would be like we know what we're doing we're number one. Mm -hmm. And I'm not going to say who it was or what it was. It was for a sporting event, right? They had the number one person in that sport in a Hall of Famer, top three of every greatness. It's like, no, no, you've just been around because of this person. Mm -hmm. You've been, been, you are throwing money out left and right, doing stupid marketing, stupid stuff, but you don't realize that when you're in great times. When you got yeah. Tom Brady, all of a sudden everybody looks like a genius. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 So today what I want to talk about is if you're at a place where you're a little worried about what's going on with the economy, you're a little scared there, you know, this is the time to start really planning to be successful in the long run, because without a good plan, you know, one of my favorite quotes, if you don't know where you're headed or if you have no destination to, to a ship with no destination, no, no wind is favorable. Oh, Seneca. There you go. That's what I was trying to get out of my mouth, but no port, no port. No port is favorable. <laughs> yeah, no, if, yeah, if you do not know to which port you sail, no wind is favorable. <laughs> That's right. Jesus. <laughs> we got there. We got there. Eventually, it took a minute. If you're taking Seneca's notes. Seneca's rolling in his dusty, bony yeah, grave. Sorry about that. If you're taking notes, sorry. Speaking of taking notes, not to change subject, but I that I, I must have watched that meme with the guy taking notes with the typewriter about three times. Oh, that was lovely. <laughs> the best is when he gets to the end of the line ding. and does the ding. Ding. <laughs> But what, yeah. I mean, for those of you know what we're talking about, there's, I guess, a professor that didn't allow laptops in a big, big, big auditorium type classroom. <laughs> so some guy brought like a 1950s typewriter and was typing his notes. <laughs> Ching. I'm going to go. I think I'm the last class yeah. to have to take typewriting in school. Yeah. Pro no, they all take typing. Are you kidding me? No, typewriter. Oh, typewriter. Typewriter. Yeah. Next year, oh, after we were on, I'm from Saskatchewan. I'm older than you. And we were on a word processor, Cole. Yeah. No. I had to take it. In you remember those high. games? The early yeah. computer oh, games? Yeah. Oregon, Oregon Trail. Trail. Amazing. No, Oregon Trail was, was that, that same thing. But you would have typing games. And it would be like, if you get the gift to do this before oh, the yeah, time yeah, runs yeah, out, yeah. and you get moved up. Right. Yeah, it was just how to make like math games and typing games fun. I, I'm still I'm still a four Shout bigger. out to Canada's that, Yeah, that is a that is a talent that I wish are I you had. Serious? Yeah, dude. I I, I seriously I got as much a multi as you peck. Really? No, but that's still typing. You're still doing this. Yeah, but but it's but it's hunt and peck is this. No, but it's it's multi. I mean, I still look at the keys when I type. Oh, it's multi. No. It's the multi only thing I do bad is I don't do oh, shift with typer. the opposite finger. I'm That's not a typer. <laughs> I wish I was a typer, I but know. I'm not. But I'm not a typer. So, again, if you're somebody that's looking to plan to win, I want to talk about some things that just stories of, and things that we've had and things that will make it uh, make it successful, and, or, or things that can hopefully make you successful as you go forward as you do this. So. The first thing that I would say is if you're running any type of a business or and if you're in real estate, especially it's you incorporated, you're it, you're it. The first thing you need to understand is cash flow in times of downturn is more important than profitability. Let me say that again. Cash flow is more important than profitability. For example, yesterday, somebody, you know, one of our businesses, you know, all of our businesses depend on cash flow because cash flow is how you pay people. It's how you pay your rent. You've got to have money moving in and out of your business right. to make it go. And somebody offered us a deal yesterday, one of our purveyors, because I guess they're feeling the crunch too. And they said, Hey, look, we'll give you a discounted rate if you prepay for the next six months. And I said back to them, I really appreciate that offer but it makes more sense for me to pay you over time than it does to part with a large amount of cash right now. Yeah. Obviously it depends on your situation. Yeah. But yeah, no, it's good. Liquidity, liquidity has a benefit that's hard to um, quantify from an economics point of view. Mm -hmm. 
right? Because in, in economics, um, one of the things that shocks people the most is that successful startups oftentimes fail because of cash liquidity money. Yeah. Even though they're profitable, even though you look at them and go mm -hmm. over time, this is going to be an absolute home run. They do this thing where if you have a net 90 pay period, but you got to get supplier yeah. in 30, you're going to have liquidity issues and creditors mm -hmm. can force you into like solvencies, or like, you know, um, um, receivership. Well, you right. look at, well, you look at real estate, yeah. right? Real estate is not a right now. If you close a deal today, you're going to get, you're going to get paid for that in 45 days. Mm -hmm. You need to plan accordingly and understand what you really have. Yeah. Um, you know, looking today at our business, I look at how many deals, I don't care how many deals we closed. I care how many deals we're going to close. Cause I'm not budgeting for what I did last month. I'm budgeting for the money that I have coming in, com coming forward. Right. And I think a lot of people are slow to pivot and slow to make changes and slow to make adjustments to their, their time because they're, they're going off what they did last month. It yeah. doesn't matter what you mm -hmm. did last month. It matters what's coming, coming down the pike. It's like when you drive somewhere, you look out the, the front windshield, not the rear view. Although knowing what you did last summer, John may haunt you later. <laughs> see what you did there. <laughs> oh, but hang on a second. Hang on, hang on. There it is. There it is. <laughs> Dad, like it. get out of here. <laughs> but do you think that's just because people? Do you think that's because people haven't been through a downturn like a lot of? Yes. Yeah. Resi yes. Residential agents. It, 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 it is. They haven't seen, you know, the market hasn't moved like this since 2007. We haven't really gone through this. It's been kind of screaming in the right direction I'm, ever I'm, since. I'm 42. Think about it started in 07, right? Yeah. So yeah. 25 years ago, I would be 27. I was in law school. Yeah. Right, or I was coming into law school. Mm hmm. I moved from a different country, so I didn't necessarily feel the pinch in the same way mm -hmm. because it was still different in Canada than it was here. Yeah. But when the bottom fell out, I got the benefit of being in a different um, country. Yeah. So, I mean, you can always talk about that too, that different markets right. sometimes have different, mm -hmm. you know, things, but. Um, Do you guys feel like this is coming quicker or just because of social media and because of no, the ability no, to no, talk? No, 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 I think, well, well, first of all, let me clarify. I think, um, I think a lot of things, I think downturns are, I think we need downturns. Oh, 100 We need, all markets Every are cyclical, everything's years, cyclical. Right. And right now we need a downturn mm -hmm. because there's a lot of people, in, especially in the real estate space, that do what we do that shouldn't be doing what we do. Well, not even to get political, but you shouldn't have had the 12 years. And this goes over different um, parties administrations. administrations. Yeah, I get it. So you shouldn't have unfettered growth for that long. That's actually unhealthy. Yeah. You need to deflate bubbles before they burst. And the problem is they go, and it's political suicide, to not do quantitative easing, increase rates. I hate to sound like something that nobody wants to hear, but I like increased rates. It does slow down things because it gets untenable and it blows up, right? It, well, it gets I mean, way too over its own well, skis. Well, it's, it's historically for yeah. the last 150, 200 years, nine years, yeah, every you got nine every years. Nine. So when it's way past that, it's, it's time to, to bring it back. When money's free and inflation's going to kill everything, it's the responsible choice to make. So again, it's not a promotion <laughs> or anything. Did you just imply that? People want to be responsible. <laughs> People don't want to be responsible. That's why it's political suicide, yeah. right? To ever go, oh no, we need to do this. But it, it does make sense. And I'm actually, I'm not cheering for people to be going through oh, hard please, times, yeah. but it's like, you know, if you want to lose weight, you got to cut eating foods. You know what I mean? Like yeah, there's, no, no, there's no. trade offs. There's, there's a question, but there's also, there's also advantages. For example, you look at that, that belt as treasury bonds. I sent you guys mm -hmm. on Friday, which took me two and a half hours to get bought. So, uh, let's get that or not? zero sum. I, I tried for just a minute and then it just kept crashing. And so I said to myself, what, how much do I bill an hour? Yeah, <laughs> no, I was actually, you ruined my day when you said that. So, so effectively, yeah, but you, it's not, you gotta, can't look at it that way because you're sitting around doing nothing. Right? I, I was watching, yeah. I was watching football. Exactly. Exactly. And it became, it became a mission to get that done. But yeah, the treasury was offering uh, bonds at 9.65%. I said that I went on, there was 9.62, not to be pedantic. Whatever. But six, two, six, no, five. I'm just, I'm just saying, trust me. I'm just wondering. I've been, telling, I've been telling that lie for a million years. Six, five, six, two. It's all <laughs> yeah, the same. It's all the same. It's all the same. There's even treasuries for like, you know, five, six percent out there right now, you know, which yeah. is interesting because so I, I watched a guy that uh, he goes, why would I buy this building at four percent where I can do this? And he's uh -huh. like, well, you know, he tried to fight and finally said, we're just taking international buyers at this time. So mm -hmm. it'll be interesting to see where these these fall right in the next year. Who knows? Like it could be great. It could be bad. It could be average. Right. It, no one knows right now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, look at look at how low cap rates are. 
Yeah, which I should yeah. be right. Two and you know three and yeah. you know these these things are just Good nuts. So it's bad. You know it is ridiculous when you think about these deals where they're saying, "Well, I'm going to park at this three percent money somewhere, mm-hmm. yeah. and I'm going to park my one percent that I can borrow at in a three percent construction deal or something." Well, it's arbitrage. I mean, yeah. I mean, it is arbitrage, but. Not now. The value of those bonds just drastically decreases when you buy them that low, and you right. can't. Uh, no, sell. yeah, no, that's true. So. so let's talk about how to how to plan to win. Look, we can talk about what is, but we got to talk about how to win through what we're doing. So again, it's a good time to go through and look at what you're doing, and rip it down and start over if you need to. Um, nothing is off the table. Nothing is. Nothing should be uh, overlooked. Mm-hmm. Every line item on, if you're running a business or if you're you incorporated, whatever it is, every line item on that PL has got to be within question. And you've got to really ask yourself this. For example, I'll give you a great example, right? So I've got about hundred of our agents that I'm coaching in this private group right now. And, um, and I'm seeing the success they're having things that are, that are being successful. And it's amazing. Some of the basic stuff that comes out of those conversations that I'm hearing through the success stories. And one of our team leaders grabbed me today and was asking me about what I'm doing and how this is going, this and that. And I told him, I said, look, you need to reduce your lead flow to your agents, to your, to your team members. He was like, what? And I said, you know, conventional wisdom, when things get tougher, not a lot of, not a lot of people are are buying is to increase your lead flow because you're trying to get more people in the net and then find Mm -hmm. the ones that are. But what we found is by decreasing the lead flow a little bit, people are getting called more. They're getting worked more. They're getting the story as to why their situation is positive to purchase instead of just, oh, because I'm getting all these leads coming in. I'm just going to hop to the next one and try to just just pan for gold, right? Just mm-hmm. hit the first one. Now you're actually, over. Yeah. yeah, now they're actually having to craft these relationships and craft these situations that are turning into more deals. So I'm actually spending less money in leads than I was three months ago, and I'm getting better results because my agents are working them harder quality over quantity yeah Yeah, it's it's just a different it's a different mindset and it's amazing that just getting back to those basics and looking at that because when i looked at the pnl i didn't cut because i wanted to save money i cut because i wanted the more focus on what was happening Mm -hmm. because focus is a huge thing which is there when you um you know when times get leaner you start using the whole cow you know what I mean? <laughs> yes, start you making do. you start making soup out of the bones. So right. yes, you do. Like you, you know, and there's a lot of value there that often gets scrapped over. Not every meal has to be a fillet. Yeah. So. What do you think the best part of the cow? Fillet is not. What do you mean? It's not even close. It's filet mignon. People love the tongue. The tongue is delicious. Cheeks Wonderful good. meat. <laughs> Just saying. Sorry. Hey, here, here's. I don't know how how much this falls into it, but it does. It's something that I benefited from personally very much. So. Mm-hmm. In times of going into recession, I was thankfully in law school and got my MBA. Yeah. So you have a lot of people out there, right, that are in sales, that are chasing this stuff because they've never really worked on their own skill set. Yeah. Right? They jump out. They have all this time now, whether you like it or not. So what do you do? How do you make, you know, how do you make, uh, you know, omelets out of broken eggs? What you do is you try to self-improve in some way too. Yeah. And and I'm also going to say that you look at it in – the, this is a time when, you know, like, look, especially in real estate, man, you could, any moron could have done our job and had some moniker sure. of success over the last three years. You know, it's mm-hmm. just throw a rock and hit somebody who wants to buy with 2% money and there you go. Sure. But now it takes skill. And if what you are doing is not working, you need to find someone to model. You know, back in the day, some of the best businesses that I've had, if you're planning to win or you're planning to do something else, if you're planning to open a new business into this, you're planning to do something different, find something to model that works. Burger King did not come up with Burger King. They copied McDonald's and changed the name. Right. That's what they did. They saw that that works. Let's copy that and get it done. Now, you know, for me, you know, you look at the insurance company we owned back in the day. You know, we did not decide we want to open an insurance company and then figure out how to make it work. My sister went and did a, a consulting job on a big insurance company in Dallas. She was just consulting them and saw their business model and saw that, you know, this is before Medicare Part D and before, you know, seniors had any kind of drug coverage and old people had to pay a million dollars for drugs. She saw that these people were experts in getting seniors free medicine mm-hmm. if they bought their insurance as a service. So that was a model that at that time was very successful. Nobody was doing it in Florida. We ripped their model completely off, brought it to Florida, just did it. Yep. So I saw how this business worked and just stole it. 
Yeah. It's effectively what? what we do. Like, this ain't the time to be trying to reinvent the wheel. You need to be using tried and true techniques in whatever business you're in. Lamborghini used to work time. for Ferrari. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah exactly right. There you go. And that's what you've got to be careful on who you allow to be on your your marketing list, on your social media, because people will steal stuff from you. Yeah, but do you really, no, care, I, I, like, I, do you, you really care, honestly? About, I, I do. Because really? guess what? I, I was doing a marketing thing, and all of a sudden, bam, a year later, Someone's I see the same the doing it. I'm like, fuck, are they on my list? Because they moved the thing. <laughs> and not that, not that it's like a big thing, but like you will see stuff like that. I, they, go they, ahead and bite they, my shit. They, I'll bite your dude, shit. I get, I, they, no, they, I get they, there, there, are, there, are comp- there are companies out there, and, I, and I've actually, I used to get so angry by it, man. I used to get so irritated. I think I posted a thing one time of the dude that, uh, the McDowell's thing, you know, whatever it was yeah, from yeah, coming to America, and he's sitting yeah. there with the McDonald's thing, and I actually made like Simply Vegas on the manual he was looking at. Like, like, like no, 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 they're Simply Vegas. We're Simply Vegas, you know, it was like, whatever, <laughs> just the blatant ripoff of so much of the stuff that we did, because I do like to think that I'm a little bit of a trailblazer in our industry with things that our company has done. And it used to bother me so much when people would rip us off. And then I kind of came to the conclusion, which is this imitation of the greatest form of it, flattery. It's a, it's a great form of flattery. And, you know, number one and number two is you can steal my stuff. You can steal a lot of the things that we do, but you're never going to be us because you can't steal that and and at the end of the day Mm -hmm. with our companies the secret sauce on what makes them great right and and this is not that's not an ego play don't listen to that and be like oh my god that guy's such an egotistical prick no whatever you do like you are your own secret sauce to whatever you do and nobody can take that from you yep so there you go that's that's kind of that thought so you can't be mad and like even though like no you can't be mad but you can also be I don't know. I, I looked at it a little differently. Believe me, no, it, it, if it, you're marketing to the same people, people understand who's original no, and who's yeah, not. People no, are going to no, know who's, they know. who, who I, cribs I what. They know. I yeah. get that. But, yeah. Yeah. yeah if, you're, if you're just taking off the crib sheet and writing the essay on yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. Let me, ask you, let me ask you this. When you talk about now is a good time also to rework your business plan. Mm-hmm. It's a good time. Um, we, All, now always is a good time to rework your business plan. Well, I was going to get to that. Yeah. I, no, I do mine quarterly. We are quarterly. Well, I mean, your your classes with your people. Yeah, yearly, yeah, yeah. Right? We're, we're, no, they're my everybody on my team. We do quarterly business plans. And the reason being is is if you don't do a business plan, I'm going to give you some advice with that. Which is, we do a one page business plan. And the reason you want to do a one page business plan now, somebody if you're trying to get funding, they're going to say like you need like a 32 page business plan with an executive summary and right. projections and all that. I'm talking about that. I'm talking about your operational business plan that incorporates right. your marketing. Right. Right. That's what I'm talking about. And have it be one page, man. Ours are so simple and so easy. This is what a good business plan essentially is. And I can tell you in less than three minutes what makes a good business plan, in my opinion. And you can welcome down whatever you want. Number one, it's got a vision on it, which says where I want to be. It's defined by an exact point in the future, a snapshot of your life or your company's life in the future and has a date on it. By this date, this is happening. So you know where you're trying to get to. Below that is the mission statement of, of your business as to who, why, what, when, and where that you do what you do. Below that are the financial goals that accompany that vision. How am I going to pay for that vision? What's, what does that translate to to money? And then I pick three strategies, no more than three, that are going to get me to those financial goals. Each one of those strategies should stand on its own and equal that amount of money. Because now if you technically work all of them hard enough, you should be 3x your goal, which makes it's going to be impossible to miss your goal. All right. Now, underneath those strategies, you have an action plan, which are actionable steps. Each step that goes through that should be translatable to a daily calendar of events. So when you wake up in the morning on Tuesday, you know exactly what you're doing today. Very good. Exactly that's what you're doing. That's a very good breakdown. And that's it. For, that's that, for real that's estate for business, right? Yeah, for real estate. Like you right. said, like we have a company, we have a, a separate company. It's a, it's a, it's a device. Call right. it widget. We'll go with it, widget. We'll call it a widget. Okay. It's a widget business. Um, I should give it a shout out anyway, but anyway, it's a widget business and it has a thing and that business plan has all these things because you have, who are your competitors? What are the numbers? Yes. What are the marketing demographics? Who are the major suppliers of this widget? Who does the, so that whole thing is a, is a, is a full program. Right. And that doesn't need to be 
updated all the time because it doesn't change because it doesn't right. really change but the operational like we're right. going to go yeah. social like yeah. like for example yes, sell your yes, widget yes. i'm going to sell it through social through social channels i want to go radio direct i right. want to go media those would be your three strategies to acquire new customers right. and understanding the value of a customer what you have and what's the lifetime value of that customer how do you translate that does it is it more expensive to get a new customer or do i make more money if i can rehash and sell additional things to this sure. customer yeah right exactly. all of the all of those things but at the end of the day the operational, the day-to-day marketing side of things especially, should really just be as simple as that. Sure. And the reason you want it as simple as that is because if it ain't working, you need to change, change it. it. <laughs> and these people do these business plans and they fall so in love with their own plans, man. They fall yep. so in love with, oh, well, you know, I spent so long on this and it's 32 pages and it's got graphics on it and I don't want to mess with, no, dude. One page, in pen or in pencil even. Because if it's not working, you need Erase to change it. it. Find a new one. You need but to change it. Like yeah, you always good. say, you, you know, you're sitting here saying, you know, budget and everything. Also, you tell people put more money into things that are working in times like this too, right? I mm -hmm. think a lot of people, you know, I've talked to multiple different partners on stuff and everybody's like, oh, we need to scale back on this. Pull back like, our no, marketing budget. No, no, budget, yeah. no we are not pulling back. Yeah. And that, so I, with what you're saying about how you're pulling back on leads, you're not pulling back on no. leads. You're pulling back on the amount because you want better focus Cause I, on Because I, I want high, because it takes more follow-up now and I don't want my agents distracted off the follow-up. Mm -hmm. It's not about pulling my foot off the marketing pedal. Yep. It's about, it's about I'm, I'm decreasing <clears throat> the spend to buy focus. That's okay. what I'm doing. Do you know what an interesting thing about this is? And I'm going to tie it into global affairs. Okay. China has a population problem. They have a very serious population problem. Not in the way maybe you think I'm saying. Their population is estimated to be by 2050 something like 600 million, mm -hmm. and it's 1.4 billion right now. Yeah, mm -hmm. and they can't. They don't have a replacement workforce, right? Mm -hmm. They're all these people that are aging out, and they're they're very old because they were the boom generation. Right. But they're much older. They don't have a replacement workforce generation because to in, in order to have a mature workforce, a 35 year old, a 40 year old in your workforce, you had to have them 40 years ago. Yeah, when they had a one child policy. Yeah. Best time to plant a tree? 40 years ago. 40 Second years best ago. time today. <laughs> today, but, but it's too late. Yeah, when you have population decline like that, you don't have replacement workforces. You have all these huge problems. Uh, anyway, it was this this brilliant that's guy. I can't remember his yeah. name. He had this whole breakdown on it. It was really intelligent. But that's you know the best time to have spent marketing dollars was last year. Yeah. Oh, for sure. You know what I'm saying? So when people hit these times, they pull back. What they don't realize is they're creating a deficit for themselves in five. Well, but this well, is well, also well, the well, best well, time to keep going. Well, I, I was going to say this is also best time to if you want to adapt your business. Right. You go after mm -hmm. where maybe somebody had that foothold four years ago, they mm -hmm. start pulling back. I mean, mm -hmm. you know, I, Eric Gordon's a perfect example. That guy's doing nothing but million dollar deals. And it was because everybody pulled their focus off of it, you know, during the last crash. And he said, we're going all in, you know? So I think there's, there are so many times to pounce on stuff and bad. Mm -hmm. This is one wealth is created. Yeah. Well, when, you, when you're looking at, when you're looking at your individual PL for your business, I ask myself, is this offensive money or defensive money? And offensive money is money that is spent to create revenue. So it's marketing dollars, it's incentives, it's bonuses, yep. it's things that, that drive the engine, drive the sales. And then you have defensive money, which are things that service the sale. Service is what happens. If, you're, if, you, if you have a reduction in sales because of outside forces, the first money you cut is defensive money. Always cut defense first because the thing is, you can always go pick up defense later when the sales come back. You can pick it back up. Um, sometimes you need to realign what people are doing mm -hmm. in that aspect. Like, for example, for example, you know, I have people that manage this podcast, that manage, uh, you know, video, that manage my social media, that do those things for me. I have since now, I have re I've reallocated that work now to somebody else on my team because their workflow has gone down. Right. So rather than continue to outsource and pay these other people, mm -hmm. you know, whatever I'm paying them a month, I can just move that workload over internally to keep someone moving. Get the scalpel out. On me. Which again, which is why I love the outsource model. I love hiring people from Upwork and those things because when you don't need them, you just cut them and you don't have to worry about... You don't have yeah, yeah. There's no emotional ties to them, and they they know the gig. They're 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 freelancing from the other side of the world. When you need them, they're they're flexible. They can expand with you. You yep. can pause them. They can they'll come right back. They don't care. There's no insurance. There's none of that stuff, which right. is great. It's a great way to scale and expand your business. You know, it's also a good time 
I think this is a good time when things, when things constrict like this, it's a good time to really take a look at your goals, analyze your, your thermostat. <laughs> what I mean by that is if you are someone that believes that you are capable of reaching a certain level of success, if this is, if this is your ceiling, if this is where you can go and then outside forces now cut you down to here, yep. well, you got a problem. So my advice is raise your thermostat because now if you really start to believe you can reach here, even through a downturn in the market chops, you're going to be able to maintain where you were. And what I mean by that is like, think about your house, man. Think about like, what's your thermostat in your house set at? What are you, what's set at? I would like it to be like 54. My wife has it set at like 99. Oh God. But where, where is it? Where is it actually? She says 75. I'm incredulous. Oh God. 75, I would die. Where's your skull? Uh, 69 to 71. 69 to 71. She says 72 to 75, depending on the time. And I, it drives me nuts because I'm just like. Yeah, we're, we're, we're nighttime. We're 71 if we're in the room, 77 if we're gone. That's where we're at with it. But see, that's, that's my comfort level. Everybody has a comfort level they get comfort with. If you want to survive and thrive during times of downturn, you wonder why people get rich during recession. People do not get rich in boom times. They get rich in recessions. They get rich in construction because the smart, nimble people take advantage of the situation. Right. So if you're somebody that is comfortable at a certain income level, you need to start thinking bigger. So ask yourself, like for example, if you're in real estate, if you did 25 deals last year, <coughs> ask yourself, what would it really take for me to do 100 right now? How can I get to a hundred deals mm -hmm. and start asking yourself those questions and you will see your possibilities open up because it will open up the creative side of you or better yet, it will begin a quest for information and knowledge and you will find someone that's already doing it and model what they're doing. You can model that, but I think adjusting that thermostat and setting your goals bigger and higher is something that I think is important. Yep. Yeah, no, but, and again, not to, to go back to that um, self-improvement thing I was pointing out, mm -hmm. you know, there's a lot of people that, you know, are just spinning their wheels sometimes. You're in sales. What's your competitive advantage, right? Well, take some night classes. Take an accounting class. Take a marketing class. Take a finance class. Mm -hmm. Like, go enroll in CSN. It's non-committal or, or whatever your, your community college is. There's a lot mm -hmm. of people out there that don't need to go to a university with academics and do whatever. Go enroll. I, I swear to God, everybody who goes to school, you know, ends up being appreciative of, of that process. For me... If, if I had to start right now, this would be a perfect time to go pursue a goal, right? Even if it's just part-time, even if it's just one night mm -hmm. a week, two nights a week, take a night class. Well, you got to find, you got to find your wins where you can. Yeah. And, and again, if you go and you take an economics class and all of a sudden you start understanding things formally like supply and demand, you are going to be more valuable on whatever team you end up doing, whatever you're doing. I, 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 I believe yeah. that building skill sets core is, of my ability, yeah. right? And you can do it online. But, but I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna, stuff, well, but. again, I'm going to, th I'm going to throw it out there. I mean, dude, the wealth of human knowledge is on YouTube. I was right. just going to say, if you go one thing, every salesperson should do go YouTube. Probably I'm sure it's on there. I haven't looked, but. FBI profiling, right? And and watch how they profile people. Watch sure, negotiation sure, sure. tactics. Yeah. Like I just I yeah, watched a, Chris, uh, a finance a finance Chris uh, Voss. A finance Chris class. Read his book. From Chris U Voss's book. UCLA the other day. Like mm -hmm. an economic finance class from UCLA. I'm like, cool. I'll I'll sit there for two hours and watch that. Like like you said, that's all on I had to go spend two hundred. But I still need to press back because there are things that come up where you can say, Oh, I'm college educated. Right, I have some of that. I, it's not the be all end all in this industry, but if you do that slowly, so let's say you take a couple night classes over the next period of a while, you may walk away with an associate's degree and then maybe you go, okay, I can finish my bachelor's. This was the time to do it. Mm -hmm. This is the time to pursue some of those things maybe that are not gonna help you sort of move forward in your business, but they will because you'll be developing lateral skills and um, expertise. So well, that, then, then one day, let's say an MBA will differentiate you. Let's say you wanna go get a commercial and you wanna have an MBA and you wanna get your CCIM or whatever. CCIM is a good time to start right now. But, but I think I think here's here's the real point of that, which is this, and this is the sacrifice you gotta make. Mm -hmm. Like if Colt, if I was to tell you, if I was your doctor and you came in and I said, Colt, oh man, it's not looking good. Not looking good, buddy. Not looking good. If you keep eating this pretzel bread, and drinking old fashions, 
I'm gonna I'm gonna give you. Does he even want to live? I, yeah, I'm gonna give I'm, I'm gonna give you three months if you stay on the old fashions and pretzel bread, right? I'm gonna give you three months. Yeah, we had great. Does Colt stop with the pretzel bread and stop the old fashions? I think they. What do you? What says you? Uh, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, like because here's here's the thing, right? Like I this literally happened to me today. I sat around for four hours find out if I had cancer or not, right? Oh, and so. I, I get skin cancer. I've had I've had bad skin cancer. Mm -hmm. My grandpa died from it. I love the sun. I love laying out at the pool. I love that stuff. Mm -hmm. But you guys see me when yeah, I'm in Cabo. I'm in the hoodie. Yeah, you're the yeah. Unabomber. I'm a Unabar. <laughs> but it, and that's it, right? Like, if you want something bad enough, like if you look at it, this as life and death mm -hmm. or whatever, you will go do it. I mean, well, no, if, if you're like, hey, go cold call. The, the, the point I was trying to make is this: is the recession. Is your financial doctor and it just served up some really shitty Bad. news mm -hmm. and you better change your diet and what your diet is not necessarily i'm going to talk about what goes in your mouth i'm talking about what goes in your head mm -hmm. what goes in your ears if you are sitting at home watching the kardashians I don't feel bad for you if you're broke mm -hmm. you need if you have downtime to watch nonsense you need to reinvest that into anything that is going to help your skill set to get better couldn't agree more if it's like you watch that what is it, the 600 pound life people or whatever and you're like oh, i don't know why i weigh 600 pounds because i eat five buckets of chicken today no shit you're 600 pounds sure. if you're sitting at home watching junk tv and you're broke no shit yep so this Man, the, the recession I, dr recession just gave you some bad well, news well, time to change the diet one of my buddies um he played college football, he was doing all these things, very successful guy. And somebody was asking him, how can you get straight A's in college and play football and do whatever? And his thing was, how much time are you on Facebook a day? Yeah. You can be in shape by probably cutting out one, you know, half of the amount of time people, if you look at your screen time, it's oh, it's horrifying. Insane. It's insane. It's, it's really horrifying, but it is what it is. So if you really want it, right, and, and, and improving your fitness is actually one of those things that's gonna help you in all these things mm -hmm. as well. Yep. Right. Like we've all we've said it. Like no one wants to say it, but you get bait off of how you look, and not only that, you feel better about your self confidence. It it mm -hmm. all it's a snowball. It's it's like real estate. People are like, God, things are going good now. Well, yeah. Now you have confidence. Your things are rolling. Now you go out and go get stuff. Right. Same thing with looking good. If you look good, you feel good. John's always preached that. Like get out well, of the office yeah. if you look like crap. Everybody, everybody, everybody <laughs> wants to eat. Nobody wants to make the sausage. Yeah. That's kind of how it goes. But I, you know, I was saying this morning, it, it, and. It Again, you know, with stuff like that, right? The, the language, that, how you talk to yourself is so important. And the words that you use when you talk to yourself is so important. And like, if you get up and you say, I have to, you know, study my sales stuff. I, I have to go to the gym. I have to get on the treadmill. I have to do this. Yeah, that sucks. Because you know what you also have to do? Die and pay taxes. Yeah, maybe, maybe look at it as you get, get to. to. Yeah. I get to do this. If you have leads to call, Man, be happy you do. You're not out banging right. doors, like trying to come up with anybody. You have a database of people you get to call. You mm -hmm. get to work that. Your legs work. You yeah, can you go work get, out. You yeah. get to do all of these things. You ever hurt yourself? Yeah. You ever been sick? Yeah. What's the number one thing you promise you won't do ever again? Let's drink. 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 Which we did today. make that for yeah, yeah. 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 No, no November's I mean, like, got a whole new meaning for me. When now. you have the flu and you feel like shit and you're in bed, all of a sudden you you think about you feel guilty about all the times that you felt good. That's me. Yeah. Every time I get injured, and I get injured a lot, I play basketball, I do jujitsu, there's always injuries, right? Mm -hmm. I'm injured in like three spots now, but I'm, I'm hurt, I should say. Right, right. Injured is when you literally right, right, can't. can't. Hurt is another thing. Yeah. I'm constantly hurt, okay? Yeah. So whenever I feel good, I go, I gotta go use this body to go do a bunch of stuff because there'll be a time when I can't. Mm -hmm. So that to me is one of those I get to. Uh, that's the conversation that's, we had last I, week, I, which I was time is, time is ticking. Time, oh, time is, time is ticking. always it ticking. It is. I told you about, I dated a girl, her dad had MS. Did I tell you this story? I mean, I'm, I'm like, sure. oh, sorry, I had to park freaking down in yeah. a different parking lot. I was like, aren't you lucky you got to walk that far? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I was like, ooh, oh, I, I, I firmly, like, all right, cool. I tell my wife this almost every day sometimes. I just go. Sorry? No. no, no. <laughs> I'm really just, sorry. It comes up all the time because <laughs> I, I'm in a different profession. I, you know, As an attorney, it's different because mm -hmm. I'm paid to handle people's problems. As a broker, John, you've had to go through a lot of that too. Mm -hmm. And as a commercial agent, Cole, you have to constantly deal with people's problems. But I say to her, I have no personal problems. I have very, very few personal problems. Stuff comes up with parenting and life, but none of them are mine. 
Yeah. Right? All my problems are my clients and I take them on. So I feel the, the, the pressure of it and the, the stress of, you know, trying to do a good job. But I oftentimes will sit there and look back and be thankful for how many problems I don't personally have. Yeah. I just have them all professionally. So, well, so let's say you're a, you're, you're going through these hard times. Mm -hmm. Well, that's that's you're having a professional difficulty. But how well, you know if the rest of your life is it's pretty good. Well, it's it's funny how the bleed over happens so quickly. Mm -hmm. How it goes over quick. And here's here's a great exercise that that you know, for example, I was kind of, I got a little bit of a funk on my Saturday right before going to Hofbrau House for uh for the for the Oktoberfest thing. I was just kind of in a funk and I don't want to go. And and she's like, "What's going on?" I'm like, "I'm just I'm having a lot of non-useful thoughts." Sure. That's what I said to her because that was something that I heard that I really liked, which was when you have negative thoughts creep in your head, you know, fear, uncertainty, doubt, whatever they are, ask yourself, is this thought useful to me? Now, if it's a useful thought that is genuinely pr protecting you in some way or causing you to you, take action that, you is, that is positive, it is useful. Yeah. That, that is good. But so often, I, I don't remember which which philosopher it was that said that we 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 suffer more in our own minds than in reality. Sure. I think it was Epictetus that said that. Um, but it, I was doing that when things start to maybe go not the way you want, you start to suffer more in your own mind. You you, you go from man, my business is down to why didn't anybody invite me to a Halloween party this year? Like we didn't like, 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 am I an asshole? Like, why didn't we get invited? Like, like literally we were just talking about that and how funny and your mind can kind of go places like, man, I, I don't know. I don't remember the last time I was invited to be in somebody's wedding. It's been like, since I was like 20 years, like I know people that were like 20 weddings. Why was I never invited to be in a bunch of weddings? Am I an asshole? Like what? Like, like just sure. like, useless. I look at that. It's a great, I know, I know, I know, but like, yes, cool. I, I agree. Super Bowl. I, by I, the way. I, I agree. I agree. But, there, but <laughs> the, but the point is you start thinking these, these thoughts and, and, and take it to place because things can domino. And it's funny, like I, like in this thought process, I'll share what it was. I'm thinking about that. And then I'm thinking, man, I haven't, uh, I haven't been invited to speak anywhere in a while. Like nobody's invited me to go speak anywhere in this time. I'm like, man, it's going in literally within 24 hours of almost all of those things. We got invited to like fucking four parties. I got invited to a speaking gig. Um, all of these nonsense, useless thoughts that were yeah, causing right, me to suffer right, yeah. more in my mind than in reality were proved to be completely unfounded. Right. So if you're, you know, right now, man, to plan away, don't let, <laughs> don't let the reality of a tough situation, which in some cases people are working tough situations right now. Don't let the reality, a real tough situation bleed into a bunch of nonsense. Cause then you're going to spiral the wrong way. Right. And that's the opposite of what you said, where you just yeah. kind of need a win, man. You well, gotta focus on your wins. And you are not, there's no one that's not going to be affected negatively in this. By the economy. It's the yeah. problem is, is people continue that thought process instead of saying, all right, this is hurting over here, but I see opportunity over here. Right. Yeah. And that's what like, God, I had lunch a couple of weeks ago with a guy and I'm like, dude, I just got to, I just rushed for lunch. It was just nothing but negativity. Oh, we, oh, this, no money, no this, no that. And so I, dude, I, I don't know. Are we laughing? Just be laughing? What did I say? Did I say a fun joke? No. I just, I felt the need for some inappropriate laughter. No. That's perfect. It's a good time. Good time. I've got no money. My life no. is over. I mean, I don't know what I'm going to do. I mean, I'm, I'm just going to go ahead and just, oh, this is but terrible. Get away my wife from left me like and uh, my dog died. <laughs> but you got to get away from people like that. You gotta find people that's got just bad jokes. Sorry. Oh, I hate Sorry. you guys all. I hate you all. You just, really think the fillet is the best part of the cow, huh? No, <laughs> Yeah, uh, as, as the as the plate, I derailed the podcast. Nice job, nice job. Yeah, see how it feels see? now when this happens. It's wonderful. I love it. <laughs> Let's talk about the best <laughs> bad joke w. ever. Uh, no. But honestly, times. I think like everybody's going to be affected negatively. You know, and so many but, people will sit there and just harp on. I, I that's I feel like that's all I've heard for the last month and a half well, is how things are so so bad. It's like cool, like great. Let's yeah. find an opportunity to, to make money. To quote Jim Cramer, though, bulls make money, bears make Dude, money. God. Jim no, Cramer, there's an opportunity. Don't do anything there, that guy does. No, but well, <laughs> well hold on. So so Jim Cramer, uh, Cramer Berkowitz, was a very successful head coach yeah, trainer. He is a Harvard-trained lawyer that oh, just trained good, on the yeah. side. Like, he's Which, really you, smart. You understand there's now a fund that does nothing but go against yeah. what he trades. Oh, again, I don't I don't follow, I don't follow him. And <laughs> they I don't they just, him whatever he says to buy, they go short. Yeah, he used to, be, used to be. He used to be. But, um, 
Uh, he just he's old, you know. Well, so, but anyway, aside from that, he's the Nickelback. He's the Nick. He's the Nickelback. No, right? No, he's 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 the Nickelback. He's in his seventies. Yeah, he's the Nickelback of financial advisors. Yeah, yeah, no, but but at the end of the day, what I'm saying is, there's always an opportunity to make money in your industry. Now, again, as a lawyer, I'm a bit spoiled. Because when the world goes to shit, I can start taking up divorces. I can yeah. do bankruptcies. I can do insolvencies. I yeah. can do probates. I can do all this stuff. Yeah, which we talked about earlier. Buying stocks, man. I buy the vice stocks when times get hard. But again, no, but maybe it's time for you buy know something booze in your stocks, business. Buy the uh, cigarette Fig stocks. Ha- buy, uh, figure out how to become an export in foreclosures. Figure out how to hard. how to start. Short uh, yeah, or whatever. No, because we're not. The wave of foreclosures right. people think is coming is not coming. Believe me, let me be the first one to tell you that ain't happening. I wish it would happen. In general. Uh, in not, general, not, though, there's something. Terrible people, yeah, but yeah, I agree. It, yeah, it, that's not 2008 ain't coming back. But but whatever those skill sets are around, those are just for instances. No, I, no, no, no. It's back to I basics, agree. man. Yeah. It's back to basics is what it is. Yeah. You know, that's what it's so funny, man. I've been preaching. You know, in my in my, in my coaching group because I coach them every day and really got them back to basics of tracking the interactions they have with their sphere and having it as a as a methodical. Interactive, yeah. staying in front of them, be staying top of mind. So when somebody does say, I need to buy a house, say, oh, you call my buddy. They're just you're, staying top of mind is so key to what we do. And you have to work it methodically. And it's so, it's the simplest thing to do. <laughs> it is the easiest thing to do, but yet people just don't do it. And, and they all want like a magic bullet. So when we laid that out and we're talking about that, like I do a lot of like, like there's the, there's the can videos that we shoot in here that are, that are like the coaching stuff. But then I also drop in on my groups like live and stuff. We have zooms, but I post a lot from my treadmill, like just the daily motivational stuff I post from my treadmill. And the other day I was on the treadmill and I said, are these videos of me on the treadmill getting monotonous? Are they, are they seeming monotonous now? Cause you see me always here. It should be monotonous because the, the magic is in the monotony. Yeah. Yep. That is the magic. Yeah, the right? 95% of the work is done behind the scenes. You'll yeah. ever see. The, the magic, the magic is in the monotony and don't let the monotony be the enemy of enthusiasm, right. which so many people are. You've got to fall in love with that process. You've got to enjoy reaching out to your clients. You've got to enjoy staying in front of them. You got to enjoy those relationships. If you're someone that does not do that, you're probably gonna have a tough time. Well, and I think that a lot of people, especially in our industry, they don't treat it like a nine to five job, right? No. Where if you treat it like, hey, at this time, you if you went to a corporate job, your days are pretty much the same. Yeah. And you need to treat that lead generation, contacting sphere of influences, making new, you know, you've got to continuously treat it like a job. Or if you're out there one day doing this or golfing, whatever, it's yeah. all of a sudden, we, all we, of a sudden the cover sheets and your well, TPS we, reports I, I, aren't yeah. matching. Well, we, we, all, we all worked in corporate <laughs> America for some time until, you know, look, if you're an entrepreneur, I, I call myself chronically unemployable. I'm just I'm not built to work for anybody else. That's not, not how I can do it. Um, but I think you know, all entrepreneurs have that. Like, cause you oh, yeah. just see the saddest stuff happening. Like what's the saddest thing you ever saw in corporate America called? It just or made you me? sad. Yeah. It just made you sad. What was it? Uh, <sighs> just people sitting there being a slave to a job, right? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I saw was, a guy get was, killed no. once out of thing. <laughs> that was, no. I just was I, baiting you. <laughs> <laughs> He's the He's the no, everything's positive with fun. me and happy guys. <laughs> yeah. That was it. You don't want to know mine. So that was it. Well, right, what's your, well, no, 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 we don't want to know. You don't want to know. Cause I was an EMT once. Yeah, we, don't oh, want, no, we don't yeah. want to, we don't want to know. That's legitimate. I think, I think I want to wrap this up today. with talking about, about goals and, and especially, um, goal setting, especially in real estate is hard. And I'm just going to talk to real estate people here because, you know, real estate people, if you're listening to this, this is for you, right? When you set goals, you need to set goals in real estate based on openings, not on closings. And the reason that I say to do that, even though you only get paid when the deal closes, you need to set them on openings, not closes. And the reason I say to do that is real estate is a long sale. It's a slow moving ship. If you're in another industry, you sell something that's slow moving, do it the same way. Because if you're like, I'm going to, I'm going to, I want to do 50,000 this quarter or a hundred thousand this quarter. Well, if there's 30 days left in the quarter and you know that it takes 45 days to close a sale, right. you're going to give up on your goal right there. You're, gonna, you're setting yourself up for failure. I can't do it. I, well, yeah. I, can't, I missed it. So I can't hit it. That's it. But if you are, if your goal is to open a deal, you can work that till 1159 right. of the last day Very so make sure your goals are not set up to hurt you yeah it's good set yourself up to win psychologically yeah. emotionally understand how to play the game understand yourself understand how you work too right yeah understand like th- this is why i was saying hire a personal trainer 
Yeah. I like enrolling in college because part of it is being held accountable. And like I said, mm -hmm. people are so afraid of stuff. Take a night class, hire a trainer, um, join a group, join a um, a, a jogging group. Like be be accountable to others. You don't have to too. do that. All you have to do is find another human being that does the same thing you do to be accountable to. But that's what I'm saying. That's it. Do, but but again, for some people, you don't have to pay anybody. You just got to find somebody to just. Yeah, or, but a lot of these things are, are free. I was saying like yeah, there's yeah. groups, there's whatever. Yeah. Find a jogging partner that you hold each other accountable. Yep. I started going into jujitsu now half hour early because mm -hmm. another guy in the gym, he wants to drill and do extra stuff and work on it. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of my favorite stuff when it's just, you just go roll now. So I'm going to get an extra half hour in every jujitsu session with somebody else that's like-minded who's like a similar size. So we can like, you know, you can't be doing necessarily stuff with guys who are five at five. Yeah. You, I got to find a guy who's six, three, you yeah. know, Colts minimum for guys to do stuff with this stuff. <laughs> I've, I've been wanting yeah, to, yeah, no, keeps looking at me and I'm smiling because I've got so, I've got so many <laughs> comments I want to throw out. But anyway, not that there's anything children, wrong with that. Bunch of children, yeah. but no, find somebody who's like-minded and it's a free thing. To. So you go in and, and there's just a million things you can do, but find out what it takes to hold yourself accountable. Just blindly commit to it and, and see if it works. Like yeah. you said, you got to know yourself. Yep. You got to know what motivates you. Me personally, I need another thing. I will kind of lay through the alarm on the gym days where my trainer, you know, oh, I'm no trainer today. I find myself, those are the days when I'm like, oh, you know, I'll make up for it later. Yeah. Then later comes around. It's like, you I'll just, you know, whatever Friday, you know, I'll write it off. You don't. If I hold myself accountable and there's someone there to meet me and I, I set myself up that I have to do it, that, then, then that to me is, is, is functionally. You know, you know, it's, you know, it's funny, man, that, that. <laughs> You know that it's your accountability meter is really kicked in mm -hmm. when something bothers you. Yep. And I'll, I'll give you an example. So there's, you know, I'm doing my, I do my, I, I lift four days a week and, and there was one exercise that I was doing and I had a conference call. So I was, I did most of my workout. I got it all done except for one little exercise on the back, right? It was just a stupid little thing that I had to just do on the, on the, on the bench. Mm -hmm. And I was, uh, uh, this is a bench and I never got back to it. I just forgot. Mm -hmm. And I hadn't thought about it until about two hours ago. Like my gains. No, I was sitting at my, I was sitting at my desk and I was like, I don't, this is like three weeks ago. Yeah. And it just popped in my head. I was like, Oh my God, I never did that exercise after sure. that day. And I marked that I did it. So I'm like, I a liar, I, but I, no, I can't, liar. No, but I can't wait to get home to just it. to do that one little stupid exercise just because sure. I said that I did it. Yeah. And, and it, it bothers me. That, that might mean me. a lot too. There's a lot of people that don't really give a shit what they say they're going to do. They don't really care if they don't do it. Me, I do. That's part of my motivation is I do what I say I'm yeah. going to do. Well, because re re well, repetition becomes, yeah. repetition habit. becomes habit. Habit. Yeah. Habit, habit becomes accountable. Because lifestyle. It yep. becomes permanent. Show me your habits. I'll show you a future. So anyway, guys, let's uh, wrap it up there. But uh, another you're solid week. you using your workout machine because that took me forever to put together. <laughs> it, you know I, what? I got drunk that putting was, that shit yeah. together. I'm shocked that hasn't fallen. What would we drink me. it? Well, sangria. 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 It's like, how many put together your sangria. Exercises? Yeah. Those things are serious. Yeah, we put, yeah. sangria. Yeah, I put together my, I got a Smith rack in my gym. At my yeah, house. so is mine. Yeah. yeah, Smith Rack, and then we have, uh, but the the other stuff, most of it was just delivered. No joke. Put together. No joke. Yeah, no, we we put it together. It was it was not easy. Yep. It took all day. Anyway. Anyway, it's done. All right, guys. We'll hope you liked today. If you did, if you're watching us on the YouTube, give us a like, give us a subscribe, give us a five, four star review, and whatever Max podcast star. thing, Max star, star, whatever it is you listen to, every little bit helps. And uh, yeah, man, if you're gonna keep moving, you might as well move forward. See you next time, guys. Hey, it's John Gafford. If you want to catch up more and see what we're doing, you can always go to thejohngafford.com where we'll share any links that we've, things we talked about on the show, as well as links to the YouTube where you can watch us live. And if you want to catch up with me on Instagram, you can always follow me at thejohngafford. I'm here. Give me a shout.